This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Third and four. Jackson keeps it himself up the middle. He's got room. Lamar Jackson. Open field. Inside the 20. He is in. Lamar. Spectacular. Touchdown, Baltimore. It's BetQL Daily on the BetQL Audio Network. BetQL Daily. Ryan Horvat in for Joe O. You can find me on Twitter at Ryan Horvat. We got Ross Tucker. You can find him on Twitter, Ross Tucker NFL. We're going to dive into this full uh, Major League Baseball card, talk some NFL as we got week one line spreads and we got obviously season win totals, all that fun stuff, which we are going to be uh, doing here shortly. Sports bettors, are you ready? Download the Points Bet app now. Use code BETQL daily to get two risk free bets up to $2,000. When you bet with Points Bet, you get faster bets. Faster withdrawals and faster rewards at your fingertips. Download the app now to experience this premium sports book for yourself. And don't forget to sign up with code BetQL Daily, where you'll get $2 risk free bets, two risk free bets up to $2,000. So, are you ready? T's and C's applies. Void where prohibited, must be 21 and over. A gambling problem, call 1 800 Gambler for crisis counseling and referral services. We're going to talk now with Dan Bach. You can find him on Twitter, Dan underscore Bach, with Roto Grinders, Director of Media. We're going to just discuss this NFL schedule, which was released yesterday. They had the uh, release show on the NFL Network, which I actually missed for the first time in a couple of years. Dan, what's your biggest takeaway is uh, the NFL schedule was released uh, just about 24 hours ago. Well, I think the biggest takeaway is it's time to uh, break down these schedules and start making some uh, season win total bets. Uh, you know, this is it's, it's amazing to me. The NFL is just, you know, it's a year long type thing. And an event, it, it's crazy to see that, you know, a schedule release has become an event. But I think a big reason for that is around kind of gambling and fantasy. And and I think now is actually kind of the start of that process. So, uh you know, it's it's hard to take away too much from the actual schedules. We kind of knew what they were going to be ahead of time. We just didn't know the order of the game. But, you know, now uh, we're starting to get some some lines out for week one and starting to get exciting again for, for betting. Yeah, so the lines are out for week one, which we could dig into here uh, in a second. But you brought up the season win totals. What's your favorite? Anything that you've played so far? Yeah, there's a couple that I'm looking at. Um, one that uh, I'm I'm interested in is the under on the Bills this year. I, I think they ran really pure in their schedule last season. They just didn't have – they didn't play a playoff team until week eight, and uh, they only played four all season long and lost two of them. And if you look at their schedule this, week, this year, they've got to be uh, out-of-division road games versus Kansas City, New Orleans, Tennessee, and Tampa Bay – and the one thing that I think that 
that we're going to see this season is New England be much more competitive than they were a year ago. They did a lot in free agency. Cam Newton has an entire year uh, under center and in that offense. And I think Bill Belichick is, is going to rebound strong this year. So I think the Bills going to see a little bit of regression and you know, that, uh, that win total is right around 11. So I like the under on the bills. And then the other team in the AFC that I like to over with is the Cleveland Browns. Uh, you got to pay juice on it, but I found it at over nine and a half at minus 161. And you know, 10 wins seems very much in the cards. I got them favored in 12 different games so far this, uh, you know, looking ahead to this season and home games versus Arizona, Denver, Houston, Detroit, Vegas, Chicago. Those look like, you know, six, games that they're going to be heavily favored in and honestly i think they're the best all-around team they did some a great job in free agency and shoring up that defense that uh, secondary has a ton of depth to it uh, i don't think the browns were flukes last year i think 10 wins easily in the cards for them so i like that over nine and a half if you can find it dan always good to talk with you buddy uh let's get uh, i want to go back to the the schedule being released what from the schedule is actionable to you? Like, is there anything that comes out that night that you're like, boom, I am firing on this because this team plays this many teams coming off of a bye, this many games in a row. Is there anything when the schedule comes out that is enough to be actionable in your mind? Probably not. And the main reason I said that before is uh, like we already knew who the opponents were going to be. It was just a matter of the order. And the other thing that you got to remember, too, is the flex scheduling that we have in the, in the later half of the season. Uh, a lot of that can change in terms of, you know, a team playing on Sunday night versus Monday night. Uh, it can get shuffled around. So honestly, I don't take too much from it myself, except uh, it just kind of adds more excitement around the NFL. So for me, though, in terms of things that are actionable, not really. I think that we knew what the opponents were going to be, and uh, you know, this just kind of gives us the order. And and really, a lot of this still comes down to like injuries and and whatnot. Uh, the one thing about Week One that we can look at is, at least in theory, most of these teams should be healthy for Week One. So you know, that's a little bit easier to handicap for us. What about, Dan, uh, Ryan and I were talking earlier, how about Atlanta having seven home games and ten away games, including only six home games in their last 17 weeks? Now, they've been bet. Their season win total had gone from seven to seven and a half. Now that people are really understanding their schedule and that they're giving up a home game to play in London, is that enough for you to go the other way, where they got seven home, ten away? Yeah, I I think I'm I'm a little bit short here on on Atlanta. You know, I think there's a little bit too much excitement around this team. I know Kyle Pitts looks like a, a nice addition to the team, but I think it was more of a luxury than somebody that's necessarily going to uh, right out of the gates be a dominant player. I mean, we just don't see that happen in the at the tight end position in the NFL. I mean, it's always been a learning curve, and as great of a player and as an athlete he is, I think he's you know, probably going to see, you know, him develop in, in multiple years, not just this first season. So uh, I'm not buying the hype around it. I think that, you know, you look at uh, defensively, there's still a ton of weakness there. I mean, the one thing that I can look at for sure is 
you know, Atlanta and Philadelphia week one. Uh, I don't know if we've got uh, over-unders on that game, but I, I want the over on that game. I think we're going to see a lot of points just because I don't think either of those teams could play very good defense. I don't think they address those positions particularly great this offseason. Dan, we have win totals, season awards. Obviously, uh, we'll get into the week one lines and totals. If there's anything that you like, it's pretty early. It's May 13th, so not sure if there's anything out there that you like already for week one. But what do you do with, if you want to play division winners, what do you do with the NFC North with the uncertainty with Aaron Rodgers? Is he even going to be the Packers starting quarterback week one? Let's say they do trade him, or let's say maybe he decides to sit, which I don't think he will. What do you do with the NFC North? Are the Packers still the favorites? Is it Minnesota or is it an up and coming team? Maybe like Chicago, even though we don't know if we're going to see Justin Fields or it's most likely going to be Andy Dalton week one. Uh, what would you do with the North? Yeah, the North is tough. I mean, I think it's a stay away because I don't want to guess on a situation that is uh, so much up in the air because you're right. It could go a number of ways. He could play, he could get traded, potentially could sit out. And I just not comfortable like making that bet right now on, in predicting on what this guy is going to do. Um, if somebody would feel strongly one way or another, that's a way for you to kind of exploit that. But, you know, one way that I was looking at a division winner here today, and I, this is, this is really interesting. Uh, I, I'm in Jacksonville, so I follow the Jaguars pretty close and you can find them to win the division at like plus 700 plus 750. But I found a wager this morning on BetMGM that has the Jaguars to win the AFC South and then Trevor Lawrence to win the AP Offensive Rookie of the Year award. And it's giving you 16 to one. So you're getting almost double the odds. And the only difference between those two bets is that Trevor Lawrence wins the Rookie of the Year. Well, fact of the matter is, if somehow the Jaguars end up winning that division, probably a long shot, but let's say they do, it's going to be because Trevor Lawrence had a great season and is going to be rookie of the year. So that's, you know, I dig around because there's so many different markets out there. If there is a division winner that you like, and you can find a little quote unquote add on bet that looks like a gimme or, or something that correlates well with it happening and you get double the odds, it's a no brainer. So, you know, I think that's a spot that I think I'm pretty interested in at 16 to one when you kind of parlay those two things together. So, that's just a little bit of advice uh, for people is sometimes you can get, you know, bigger odds on things. If you just have, you know, uh, an award or, um, you know, there, there's a number of different markets around these things. So this is one example where I, I think it's, it's a no brainer. If you're going to play Jacksonville to win the division, why not add on Trevor Lawrence to win that uh, rookie of the year award? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Absolutely. Absolutely. Anything else you like as far as individual awards? I was taking a look at the MVP and it's probably going to be a donation, but I love Matthew Stafford 16 to one in that Rams offense with Sean McVay. Anything you like as far as MVPs or individual awards here? Yeah. I mean, MVPs and individual awards. I don't love betting those particularly this early. As we saw last season, these things really change a ton as the year goes on. And I actually think you can find, 
you know, greater value when you've got clarity. I mean, I remember talking uh, to you guys last year uh, about uh, defensive player of the year award. And it, you know, the, uh, the, the kid from, from Washington was long odds coming off a big game. And I just don't think they move those markets on the news quick enough. So I, if I'm going to tie up money, I'm probably not going to do it in something that I feel like I can get better value during the year with kind of slow moving lines. Um, Cause I just don't think they react quickly enough to what's happening in real time. So uh, I'm pretty much stay away from the MVP and the rookie of the year awards, unless it's a situation again, like this, where uh, I'm parlaying it alongside a, you know, a division winner or a, a, a a win total or something along those lines. Dan, uh, by the way, totally agree on what you said about Trevor Lawrence. I actually was thinking about firing a bet on uh, J.C. Horn before the draft to be the first cornerback taken. It was like, I don't know, plus 125, plus 150. And then I saw where you could have him as the first defensive player in the draft for plus 300. Well, he was going to be the first corner. He's going to be the first defensive player. So it made no sense to take him as the first corner. I took him as first defensive player, plus 300 at cash. So very much with you on that. When when the schedule came out last night, I know you didn't say there were a ton of things that you felt like were actionable. But do you then look more at the futures or look more at week one? Well, I think I'm looking at week one right now, not necessarily to, to make – too many bets and again you're locking up funds for a long period of time for minus 110 wagers so i'm not particularly interested in that but uh the one thing that i i do get a read on is kind of where the bookmakers are are thinking these teams are going to come out of the gates and i mean the los angeles chargers going on the road and being favored against washington was an eye-opener for me i mean i i agree washington wasn't a great team um, last season to make the playoffs, maybe one of the worst we've seen in, in years. But a team going west to east, one o'clock start, I know it's week one. Maybe we can throw some of that, uh, you know, that narrative out. But I think Washington deserves to be favored in that game. I don't think their team necessarily got that much worse. And you could probably make the argument their quarterback position is improved with Ryan Fitzpatrick under center. So, you know, I'm looking at, at that line in particular as one as uh, that's kind of, uh, raising my eyebrows a little bit because I didn't really expect them to be favored. So, uh, you know, that's one that, that definitely stood out and kind of Arizona too, you know, going into Tennessee under a field goal uh, underdog here against the Titans. Um, maybe they're thinking that this is the year that, uh, you know, Kingsbury gets it together, but you know, that's what I'm kind of looking at at these opening lines is what's something that, what would I have predicted of that? And I would have probably put Washington at minus two and a half, and I probably would put the Titans at maybe minus four, and uh, pretty off on those two. Interesting, Dan. Um, in terms of week one, I, I guess the question is, there's already been some line movement. If you didn't do it yesterday, should you wait till like the Friday of week one? I mean, now that the lines are out, if you don't do it today or last night, are you better off just waiting till there's a heck of a lot more information? We got about 30 seconds. Yeah, I think so. I think you uh, wait around and uh, see if we get some sort of injuries in training camp or in preseason football and uh, see which players get cut and maybe move to a different squad. 
at this point, I don't know that there's a ton of value in necessarily uh, laying that money out here on, on bets that are, are, you know, minus 110 or so. Dan, thanks a lot, man. Looking forward to talking in a couple of weeks here when we get a little bit closer to the preseason. No problem, guys. Thanks for having me. That's Dan Bach. Find him on Twitter. Dan underscore Bach does work for Roto Grinders, director of media. And uh, good stuff right there, breaking down the NFL schedule, week one, futures. See, last year, Ross, was the only year ever where I played an MVP future right after the draft, and it actually worked out. And that was Rodgers. You went Rodgers? I went Rodgers, man, because I knew when they moved up for love. I just know what kind of person he is. And you know that when he's playing out of spite, man. Yeah, I, I just I had a good feeling about that one. Oh, when we come back here on Becky L Daily, we're gonna take a look at tonight's Major League Baseball card, which we got games that are gonna be starting here in about an hour or so. So we'll dive into that. Some NBA action as well. BetQL Daily, Ryan Horvath, Ross Tucker in for Joe O. You're locked into the BetQL Audio Network, Major League Baseball Talk. Coming up next, breaking down the whole card. <laughs> 